morning, folks. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Just uh, checking the audio levels here. We're all good to go. Hopefully everyone is awesome and well after a, uh, a good weekend. 28th of June, almost the end of the financial year. Hopefully your year has gone, financial year has gone well for you. If you're in business, everyone's busy trying to bring in the bucks for the end of the financial year. It's all happening. Uh, good morning, Jeff. Good morning to those who are returning, the regulars coming on back, which is great. Hey, good morning, Michelle. Good to see you. Got Dean there. Got Michelle. Got Dean. We've got Alison. We've got Arnie. Good morning to all of you guys. Uh, great to see you. I've got a bit of a question here, and I got a question the other day from, let me see if I can find it, uh, Adrian. Adrian asked, um, hey, good morning, Jimmy. Morning, Nick. Got a question from Adrian the other day. He said, there's some way, uh, uh, no, no, uh, here we go. Let me, let me read it out. Uh, morning, Jace. Watch your lives every morning. Um, but uh, I've got a question for you. Um, the idea that um, a bit adverse to apartments, um, and I'd like you to maybe talk about apartments, townhouses, you know, the fact that, you know, you've got body corporate, you know, from an investment point of view, you know, is that an issue uh, as we go um, along the way? So I might have a bit quick chat about that one this morning. Uh, morning, my love. It's a uh, happy anniversary, my love. Uh, 24 years married today, gang, team, <laughs> me and my uh, beautiful, amazing partner. Shay, she's there online today, which is awesome. Um, happy anniversary, my love. We'll hang out tonight and do some fun, fun things, go out to dinner. Looking forward to that. But uh, get the day done, bit of work to do. Um, and Adrian sort of says, hey, listen, can you talk about apartments? And... Uh, are they worth it? Well, Adrian, good question. It's an age-old question. There's an argument. There's a conversation that happens in and around the world of property. You know, are, are houses better than apartments? Um, and the answer is no, they're not. Uh, they're different. They're different pieces of real estate. And, yes, you've got to understand what it looks like when it comes to body corporate and those sorts of things. So let's have a quick yarn about that um, and and go through the idea um, that you just can't chuck the baby out with the bathwater. You can't just say, I heard once someone say houses are better or apartments are better or, you know, only apartments go down in value. What rubbish. It's absolute bullshit. You know, do not accept sweeping statements from anybody ever and go and check it out and find out what's the go. Uh, and that's what I always sort of say. So, Let's dive into this. This one is for you, Adrian uh, Glowry, and um, let's have a bit of a look at it. So let's just have a look at some of the stats that show that, you know, at the end of the day, apartments and houses really both go up in value. Um, according to CoreLogic, uh, over a 25-year period. Um, now, you know, the past doesn't equal the future, gang. We all know this. Um, we all know this for sure. Um, but, you know, the annual growth rate for houses, 6.8. Annual growth rate for units, 
5.9%. And so, you know, that's not, um, that's not vastly different at the end of the day uh, for you or me when it comes to buying real estate. Um, you know, that's something that we want over time. We certainly want our values to go up, our property values to go up. But, you know, there are some limitations in around housing. And uh, for me, when it comes to the location, I put the location first before the type of deal that I do. And I'll talk about that in a minute. So really, the stats show that houses go up and apartments go up. That's, that's what the stats show. It's rubbish to say that only houses go up and apartments go down. Um, what we do find, gang, is that, um, that a lot of people uh, don't understand how to analyse an apartment in comparison to a house, okay? So that's what we find uh, all, uh, all the morning. There we go. Uh, no, cool, Adrian. All yours, mate. Um, this is for you, buddy. Good to see you jumped on this morning. So um, uh, away we go. But in reality, team, uh, you're going to make money out of both pieces or both styles of real estate. And for me, and remember, we've had this conversation many times, uh, in the future, the value is in, uh, your value is in your rental income, your rental income. And remember this, um, and we'll talk about this in a second in this next part. So for me, gang, uh, apartments, houses, both awesome. I think you should have both as a mix in your portfolio when you're growing your portfolio, and there's a number of reasons why. So let's have a look at this. Um, this is a little concept w- which we call the proximity of profit, okay, proximity of profit. And this is, this is where the rubber meets the road, this, this idea that, you know, uh, houses are better, apartments are better um, or worse or whatever it is. Um, and like I said in my uh, answer or uh, the headline of this one, it's like, well, it all depends. It all depends. It's not a straightforward answer. It depends on your budget. Let's say right now you have a budget of 500K. Now, um, you know, and you want to buy something uh, in one of these cities because you're following a diversified city strategy. Uh, you're wanting to get in, you want to be in an area where there is good incomes, good tenants, good locations, good economic, uh, uh, economic promises for the future, et cetera, et cetera. That's the sort of thing that you're desiring and looking for as an investor and you want to purchase a property. Well, if we have a look right now and you want to buy a house, so you're going to be, you know, right now it's actually it's actually gone up a little bit um, in Brisbane. You're looking at 550. Um, let's do 550 around this, um, around this little chart right now, okay? You're going to be 20 kilometers from Brisbane for a house for 550. Um, I don't think it's 80 kilometers anymore. It's probably going to be 100 kilometers um, from, uh, from Sydney. And Melbourne, you're going to be 40 to 50K from the city. Now, for me, gang, uh, depending on um, where we are, for me, Brisbane, that's a good play. You know, I think that's 20K from the city is not too bad. For 550, 600, I'm, I'm in. Um, but, you know, crying out loud, Sydney, you're, you're miles away. You've, you've, you're not even in Sydney. It's not even Sydney anymore. It's not the town. Yeah, don't kid yourself, it's Sydney. Uh, Melbourne, you know, you're starting to be in places where, for me, uh, for your money, 
Uh, it is very disconnected from the city, long, long way from town, uh, and um, you know, very homogenous real estate um, out there in the boonies. So, if I got my budget, you know, where do I want to buy? That's the type of thing you're going to end up having to decide for you as an investor. All right, how far away from the city am I going to be? Now, let's look at a townhouse. Okay, a townhouse. We're going to be a bit closer to the city, nine times out of 10. Brisbane, you can get a bit closer, 15K, 10 to 15K. Uh, we've just done a nice little townhouse project in Wynnum West. I think that was 11, 11 uh, kilometres, 11, 12 kilometres from the city in Brisbane, and it's only a, um, about 500 metres to the water as well, um, the ocean. So really nice buying um, for 550, 600 um, in Brisbane. And so, you know, Sydney, uh, I don't even think you could get a townhouse in Sydney uh, now for, for 550, maybe a second hand or maybe, maybe 30 years old. Um, but you're going to be a long, 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 long way from uh, the city, gang. Um, it's a long, long way away. So, um, you know, think about that. And Melbourne, Melbourne's a funny place. Melbourne doesn't have a lot of townhouses, doesn't have a lot of townhouses. Uh, we're, doing a, we're doing a deal now in Mill Park. Um, in Melbourne, um, it's it's really nice, uh, good spot for uh, good spot for uh, employment and other bits and pieces. And again, you're a bit further from the city. Uh, now, let's have a look at let's have a look at apartments. Okay, let's have a look at apartments. So, really, at the end of the day, you have a think about this now. Um, Brisbane, you can be, it's more like 5K rather than 2K anymore. But, um, you know, you're going to be 5 to 7K from the CBD for 550, 600. Still good buying. Still good buying. You're going to be closer to the economic power of the city, the, the hum, the, the, the vibe. And uh, we do know as the population um, has uh, become familiar with high-density living, um, a lot of uh, millennials are very happy to live in apartments, And but it's the right type of apartment. Let's talk about that in a minute. Uh, Melbourne, well, Melbourne um, is really rushing along. It's now about 8 to 10K for, for that sort of budget and price range. The last sort of couple of years have been, you know, tightening it up. But, gang, the proximity of profit for me um, – where are you going to put your dollars? Um, I always say you should mix it up uh, in your portfolio and um, have a little bit of uh, have a little bit of both. I like the idea of location, location, location. Um, we talked about this as uh, before as well. The idea that um, where are the tenants? Where are the incomes? The high incomes are closer to the city nine times out of ten. The high incomes, the disposable income, the renters. Um, you know, the idea that in the future you're going to live off significant rents. Uh, I, I've, um, I've gone through this one before. Um, uh, we had in, it was about 2012, 2013, a bunch of purchasing going on in Sydney and we had some properties that we got for our clients in Ropes Crossing, Ropes Crossing, and we got some properties uh, that we got for our clients uh, in Randwick in Sydney. So close to the city, Randwick, um, long way away in Ropes Crossing in Sydney. 
And so this to this day, both of those have gone up in value significantly, um, more than doubled in value. But guess what? The one in Randwick rents for $1,100 a week, two-bedroom unit. The one in Ropes Crossing, a four-bedroom house, rents for 800 a week um, right now, and they were both around the 600 to 650 mark when we purchased them, okay? Think of that. The rental income closer to the city went up significantly more than a house miles and miles away from the city. However, the, when we look at values, um, often houses go up a little bit more in capital growth than apartments. Um, on average, but not uh, when we talk about the flight to quality, the quality of apartment. So it's interesting when you think about this, gang. For me, I like to get closer to infrastructure for my money, for my rents in the future, and high-level, high-quality tenants with disposable income. Okay, that's what I like to do. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's your portfolio. You balance it up. You mix it up however you like. I'm just a big fan of making sure you get good locations as well as land content, okay? It's a mix, uh, and I think that works extremely well. If you have a look at a bit of a report here, it's a little bit older, but um, it, still, it, still, uh, it still rings true to, to, uh, to this day. A report by RP Data, you know, showing this, and I've showed this before, you know, um, the typical length of ownership of people owning properties and losing money you know, 6.1 for houses and 6.5 years for units. Everybody knows. Like, this is not a secret, gang. You've got to own your properties for 10 to 15 years, all right? Don't buy a property if you're not prepared to own them for 10 or 15 years, all right? And if you do, check this out, all right? The people who made money um, on property sales now, we don't want we buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. You guys have heard me say that plenty of times. All right. The typical length of ownership, um, nine years and seven years or eight years for units. Um, really, at the end of the day, here's the evidence. Gang, team, for crying out loud, buy them, buy well, never sell, keep your properties um, at the end of the day. Okay. But um, let's just have a look at this for you, Adrian, answering your question. Um, um, which is uh, is the body corporate uh, fees a, an issue? Uh, and the answer is no, mate. Um, at the end of the day, uh, body corp um, is is not an issue. A few things we got to uh, keep an eye on, Adrian, for your body corporates. Okay, number one, number one, um, an old property. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't buy an old apartment ever, okay? Um, the new ones are all set up amazingly right now. The old body corporate, the old apartments um, are a big no-no, okay? The challenge is with old apartments and old body corporate, the buildings are now becoming significantly um, a higher needs and maintenance, and they weren't built very well thermally, um, um, uh, maintenance-wise, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So those things be become an issue, okay? And the body corporate can go up, okay, if it's old. You've got to make sure that you're on the committee, okay? And, uh, Adrian, you're in the mentoring program. 
Um, we have done a number of interviews with some uh, body corporate managers and um, a lady who is, uh, used to be one of our coaches, Kerry Lowlett. She's quite a successful property investor herself. Uh, she runs body corporates, uh, body corporate managements. Um, the reality is if you don't get involved in the committee of your building or you give someone um, some voting rights who's involved in the committee of your building, um, uh, what happens is the building doesn't get maintained properly. And this can be a positive and a negative. You can spend lots of, um, you can spend lots of money on your building, keeping it really amazing, or um, you can just waste money and the building um, goes down in value. Okay? Um, and the challenge is, yeah, um, small blocks of units, little blocks of six, blocks of eight, um, the maintenance issues and the things to be maintained becomes problematic sometimes, okay, as we go along. Um, the, the big one for me is on the body corporate. If you have no amenities, if there's nothing provided by the body corporate to attract your tenants, then, um, then the body corporate becomes um, an expense that doesn't add any value to you uh, as we go along. Now, for example, this is an extreme example, but you know, for us at Positive, we've got um, three or four really great partners we work with when it comes to the apartment space, and you know, Aria um, knock it out of the park when it comes to their buildings. Um, and there's three or four others who do an amazing job as well. And we're talking, you know, just in, uh, amazing stuff provided to the body corporate and the renter, and your rents. Uh, on average, in some of these buildings, are uh, a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars more than uh, the average rent in the suburb because of the quality of the stuff that's provided. So yes, uh, if you're paying body corporate fees and you're getting nothing for it, your building's not being maintained properly. You haven't got any extra amenities like you know pools and barbecue areas and bicycles and you know we've even got electric cars. Um, provided by the body corporate, um, and um, you know our rents can be way significantly higher. Um, then yes, the body corporate fees potentially are not worth investing in. Okay, you do notice, and uh, I would I would um, encourage you to have a look. On average, the yield on an apartment in every city in Australia has a built-in compensation of about half a percent to a full percent in comparison to houses. Um, so, Adrian, have a look. 99% of the time there is already a built-in margin. So you'll get a, you know, you'll get a 5.5% yield on an apartment, but you'll only get a 4.5% yield on a house, okay? There's already a full percent built in. The market will pay more per square metre in an apartment, and that covers your body corporate anyway. Okay, it's not like you're buying a house for five hundred, you're buying an apartment for five hundred, and they rent for four hundred each. If there's no built-in margin, then obviously the apartment is rubbish, um, and I wouldn't touch it with a ten-foot barge pole. Okay, um, so hopefully that answers your question, uh, Adrian. Uh, at the end of the day, are the body corporates? Um, an issue? The answer is no. You have to analyze it and understand that. Um, it's different to house, obviously. It's it's another dimension to owning property um, as you go. So, mate, um, uh, hopefully that touched on, uh, on, on what you needed. 
Also, Adrian, I encourage you to uh, grab the replay of Kerry Lowlett uh, doing the body corporate training. We've got two sessions in the mentoring hub, mate. Grab the videos, have a read of them. You know, there's some pros and cons, and she really lays it out for everyone as well. So um, hopefully that's useful uh, training. But uh, there you go, folks. Coffee and a chat done and dusted for Monday the 28th. Um, I'm a big fan of diversifying your portfolio. Apartments play a great part in my portfolio for location. I've got some amazing locations, you know, 1K from the CBD in Melbourne, um, you know, in Collingwood and et cetera, et cetera. Just fantastic pieces of real estate. I'm pretty happy with those. So thanks for the shout-out, um, Dean and all the others who uh, gave us a bit of a shout-out this morning. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, all right, folks, that's it. Coffee and a chat done and dusted. You guys have an awesome, uh, awesome day. And uh, thanks for joining me. And join me tomorrow for another coffee and a chat around about the same time, 8 a.m. All right, gang, take care. Bye for now.